AM 1310, and on your smart speaker, News Talk KZRG. I'm Steve Scott. And I'm Ted Bohorquez. Peter's on uh, assignment uh, down in Nashville with a uh, talk radio uh, convention. And with us right now, as always, on Thursday mornings at 740, it is the one, the only legislative lion, Ben Baker. Good morning, Ben. Good morning, guys. How's it going? It's going great. Now, I understand that this week you had to go back to Jeff City for some reason. First off, tell us why you went and what happened. Yeah, so uh, every year in September, we have, we're constitutionally mandated to have a veto session, and that's a part of the legislative process. If the governor chooses to veto any of the legislation we passed uh, last session, then we have the opportunity to attempt to override the governor if we choose to do that. So at the end of the, the, the session this year, Governor Parson vetoed one bill, I think it was Senate Bill 189, but uh, he vetoed more than 200 line items in the state's operating budget. So the way it works as well is if he vetoes a regular bill, uh, then anything that's in that bill gets vetoed, even if there are more than one uh, piece of legislation on that, but he can line item budget bills only. And so uh, over 200 line items, I think it uh, ended up being a total of about $555 million that was cut out of our $51 billion state operating budget. So uh, yesterday, the, the House chose to attempt a few overrides on uh, some of those items. So I'll kind of r- give you a rundown of what uh, we did pass out of the House yesterday in veto overrides. And I believe this is the first time we have uh, overridden in the House uh, the governor since uh, he's been in office. I, I might have missed maybe one, but I think this is the first time. So there was $28 million for Interstate 44 improvements. As you know, in the budget, there was uh, a big chunk of money that was passed in the budget for I-70. and uh, expanding the lanes on I-70, but I-44 actually gets a lot more traffic. And so some of us, especially in Southwest Missouri, were really pulling for uh, I-44 funding as well. And so under this veto, $28 million, uh, I think it's a five-mile stretch of I-44 that would get some uh, lanes added and uh, to help reduce congestion. I think it's between like I-65 there and um, uh, one of the exits uh, on the Springfield interchanges. And so that's one of the things we uh, we vetoed. And, you know, that's a, it's an important area to try, to try to help with the congestion there. There was also uh, 2 million, I don't know, I think 18,000 or something for National Guard reenlistment incentives. Um, you know, this is something that's important. We're having a tough time with uh, recruiting uh, new members for the National Guard. And, I mean, they dedicate their lives to serving the state and the country and are very important in a lot of ways for uh, public safety in our state. So this this override would also provide um, assistance for uh, the Missouri Task Force One equipment and training, I think $1.9 million for that. Um, and that's, you know, they, they are involved in a lot of uh, search and rescue missions if there is you know, things like tornadoes or floods and, and uh, events like that. So that uh, we, we overrode that as well, that veto, and uh, tried to put that back in. 
there was 11 million, I think almost 11.5 for Missouri Highway Patrol uh, uh, pay increases. This, you know, again, is something that's so critical for public safety. Uh, and what's happening is we are losing these highway patrolmen to other jobs that pay better. Um, and so this is like a 20% increase across the board to recruit and retain troopers for the patrol. Um, so this is something that's uh, extremely important as well that we decided to override the governor on. So those are the main issues that we uh, we overrode, and it was something that, for the most part, had to deal with law enforcement or public safety, uh, and then a little bit of infrastructure. So that's that's kind of the rundown of the few items. There, of course, was um, attempts by the the Democrats to put some other things and and override the governor as well. None of those passed, uh, but this is the list that we did get done in the House, and then. Obviously, we saw yesterday the Senate really didn't have any will to uh, take up any of our items that we passed in the House and, and also passed those in the Senate. So obviously, um, those veto overrides that we passed in the House won't get done. But um, I think the House took the responsible position, and you know it, it takes political capital to do that, but I think it was the right thing to do. So, in other words, you're basically saying with all that hard work that you and all your uh, fellow uh, House members put into it, it was for all nothing, for nothing. That is the case. Wow. And, you know, I, I have not been silent about my frustration with the Senate um, over the past few years that I've been in the House. And it seems like, um, you know, it's just such a difficult thing to get anything done over there. And Many times, uh, I think the the things that we do in the House are definitely the most conservative position and the right thing to do. And then uh, rarely does that uh, follow through in the Senate. And it's unfortunate, but it is the reality. So is this uh, wrapping it up for the uh, the Missouri House and uh, Senate for the year unless there's a special session called? Or do you have some other activities that you've got to do? So... I think it's probably likely that it is. We have signed a letter. I did that yesterday. A lot of the House members, I'd say a majority of the House members, especially our party, um, signed a letter, again, to, to urge Governor Parson to hold a special session over initiative petition reform. Um, but, you know, you know, my guess on that is that it's probably not going to happen. But we keep trying to put pressure on the governor to do that. I think it's, again, the right thing to do. Uh, it's so important that we, we get some measure of initiative petition done, uh, reform done, but we, we haven't as of yet. There are some committees that will meet between now and January when we start back up uh, full-time with the session. Um, but uh, that's pretty much it, I think, for the rest of the year. He's the legislative lion, Ben Baker. Ben, thank you for being with us. Look forward to talking to you next week. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. Take care.